Welcome to AM Best Audio. We're here in Monte Carlo for the Rendezvous de Septembre. For AM Best TV, I'm Richard Banks. And I'm joined now by Carlos Wong Fupoi, who's the Senior Director for Global Reinsurance at AM Best. Carlos, welcome. Thank you. So there's been a lot of talk here in Monte Carlo about risk appetite. Um, how's that manifesting itself in the global reinsurance industry? Well, one of the main things that we have seen is uh, investors are getting really nervous about volatility of results. And companies have been shifting their business models away from capped risk, more into casualty, um, specialty lines, ENS, both on the primary and reinsurance side. So one of the main results of that is that uh, really appetite for cut risks has diminished significantly and we see some, some serious pressures towards the renewals for one one. And what will the outcome of that be, do we think? Um, well, I think that definitely negotiations are going to be tough. Yeah? Uh, there is pressure for citizens to retain more everybody's trying to move to higher layers of protection. Um, reinsurers are trying to reduce the volatility of the results. And we have started to see the, the first signs of that stabilization of results um, during this year. We, we expect that to continue. So in normal times, that would in, lead to a, an influx of new capital. Uh, is that what we're seeing now? Uh, not really, not really. Uh, what we were saying is unlike previous hardening cycles when we would have a huge event eroding capital, um, sharp increases in rates, and after that, say, new capital coming into the market. What we have seen here is after the events of 2017, 2018, actually, despite the impact in the market, the market has remained very well capitalized. But there is a distinction between available capital and dedicated capital. So capital is still there. It's just not being allocated, especially to volatile risks such as property cut. So in a rising interest rate environment, there are potentially other opportunities for investors. Are they going to be more attractive than insurance? Well, that is another factor which is complicating matters. As we were saying, say investors are getting nervous about the volatility that we have seen in previous years. Um, until now, we estimate that cost of capital for reinsurers is around eight, eight and a half percent. ROEs have been around five percent. Um, a few years when ROEs have managed to meet the cost of capital, and this has been on the back of investment results, not of underwriting results. So we think the the, the main focus now is to stabilize those technical, technical results. We, we don't see actually uh, a lot of investor appetite in trying to expand cut portfolios. There are a number of ways that the investors can access uh, reinsurance risk through um, potentially ILS as well. What's the situation in that city market? Well, with ILS, uh, say since 2017, 2018, uh, the, the, the main issues were not just the volatility of results, but issues related to trapped capital and lost creep, for example. See, the, the typical idea of uh, an investor in ILS markets is to try to rely on models which give them uh, more or less precise assessment, quantification of risk, that is being put under question. And the other idea is to try to get in and out of the market relatively easily. Again, another argument which has been 
um, put under question in, in recent times. So combined with this, higher interest rates and potentially more interesting alternative opportunities, we don't see that investor appetite in ILS coming back uh, in a sustained way anytime soon. So one of the things that we've seen over the, the period of the pandemic has been increased government intervention, perhaps into, uh, into areas where the reinsurance industry may have played a role. To what degree does that affect reinsurers' appetite for risk and also investors' appetite? Well, one, one of the main examples of government intervention, which wasn't incorporated in models, for example, was the pandemic. When we see how this has impacted insurance and reinsurance, it has been through business interruption, not through mortality claims. Mortality claims, yes, they have been important, but still within the limits of the factors that uh, were part of the models. Government intervention, lockdowns, restrictions of movement, that's something which is almost impossible to model. And actually, that has been the main component that affected the industry. More recently, we're talking this year about our main concerns are high interest rates, risk of recession, inflation. 12 months ago, inflation was considered something probably temporary, yeah, probably something just the result of disruption in supply chain, which could be resolved relatively quickly. Now we are seeing it as something much more structural, as a result of economic stimulus, that we saw during the pandemic that may still happen in Europe during this energy crisis. Um, interest rates, which are going up. Again, 12 months ago, we were talking about companies trying to adapt to a long-term low interest rate environment. So that's, and that has completely changed the picture on how um, insurers and reinsurers are managing their capital. So that affects pricing, that affects reserving, and that affects decisions for investors on how they allocate capital to different classes of business. Carlos, thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much, Richard. For AMBEST TV, I'm Richard Banks. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.